Welcome to episode two of Parenting Under the Influence. This is Josh. And this is Amber. And we have our four and a half month old son, Lincoln, who refuses to go to sleep, so he's joining us. In case you hear any little noises from him, um, hopefully he'll remain pretty quiet throughout. So, um, we have a few topics that we've heard a little bit about wanting um, wanting to discuss and share some, some insights with you. Uh, but one thing that I kind of wanted to touch base on that we, we sort of introduced you to our family a little bit in the last episode, uh, that would be episode one. And... This time around, I just wanted to let everyone know that, uh, yes, we do have a total of five children. Uh, however, we do have a blended family. So uh, we kind of see all sides of what makes a family a family. Uh, my husband had two sons when we met, and I had two daughters. And Lincoln is kind of uh, the missing link, if you will. <laughs> my husband oh, does not like that joke. <laughs> um, <clears throat> But anyhow, so um, if you guys have any topics that you end up wanting to talk to us about that have to do with maybe not the ideal nuclear family, we're probably going to be able to uh, touch base a little bit on those those questions or topics for you as well. Absolutely. And of course, we do not recommend that you are under the influence if you're the only one that is around for your children, if you do have any. Currently, I am the one drinking. My wife is not. We might be taking turns. We might be sons, kids, and both be plastered. Who knows? But <laughs> if you do have children that may need any attention as far as medical needs, please be smart and sober. Of course. So, um, the one thing that I really wanted to talk to you about, first and foremost, is how much Lincoln shits all over everything. 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 He shit through his diaper, through his clothes, and through my pants yesterday. Yes. Um, Lincoln has this rare capability of being able to shit other people's pants, which I think is a talent that is wasted um, on the youth of today. Um, so uh, another thing, um, we've been kind of been dealing with this a lot, I think. Uh, because we have him teething right now. Which sometimes I sort of think that teething is just a way that people explain that babies scream for no reason. <laughs> because it seems like they get to this certain point where they're just screaming all the time and everybody's like, oh, oh, it's okay, they're teething. So it's just, just to kind of say There might be teething. Or your kid's an asshole. Hard to say for sure. Lincoln here sometimes is just being an asshole. Don't smile at me like that. Eh, he looks like a cupid all the night. So, um, my, my husband was giving me a very hard time. Josh was giving me a very hard time earlier because we use these amber teasing necklaces, or I use them. Just start using it today. I use them with Ruby as well. Um... But basically the idea is that it heats up against their sin, and I think I said earlier it was an enzyme, but it's an acid actually that uh, will break down out of the amber, and it's supposed to have an analgesic effect, so it helps with their gums when their gums are sore. 
Um, so it, it's supposed to help relieve some of the pain. Maybe it's, again, just one of those things that you tell yourself so you feel better or that your child's going through something. But um, it does not seem to be working. It seems like he is screaming more than ever tonight, to be quite honest, other than when we're holding him, which... Primal screams. Yes. Um, Another thing that we kind of had going on in the household this week was uh, our oldest, my oldest daughter, Ava, turned 13 yesterday. Um, So first teenager in the household here. Yeah, that's been... It's been an experience over the last couple of years. <laughs> Those of you that have gone through that or are going through that, I'm sorry. Your kid's an asshole. <laughs> right? Well, I don't... It's so odd to me because you think in your head when they're when the babies are as little as Lincoln is, you're looking at them and you're thinking in your head, I wonder what kind of human you're going to turn into. I wonder if you're going to be a good person. I wonder if you're going to be a bad person. I wonder if you're going to be sweet, if you're going to be a bully. I mean, you think all of these different thoughts and then mostly what they are is just an asshole. <laughs> they grow up and then all of a sudden... They hate everything that you do. Um, Pretty much any show that you watch is blame. I have, I'm a little weird, I think as a parent sometimes, I'm sure my husband will agree. And I do things like break into song with my kids and I think it's hilarious and it's fun and uh, sometimes it's a good way for us to solve things. Um, But now when I'm in the middle of the grocery store and I break into a song, she looks at me like I just murdered her puppy <laughs> or something. Like like I'm the most terrible human being on the planet. And I guess um, I guess it's just something that you have to kind of deal with and hopefully they grow out of. And if you are able to hear the screaming, what sounds like teenagers, that those are college students. So not only do we have five kids in the house, we live within a mile of a college in Oregon with lots and lots of college students all around. And it is a Friday night and school is about to start. So, yeah, there's a little (laughs) bit of noise. Um, But we are uh, in a situation where we have to keep our windows open in order to have some cool air coming through the house. So (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) I'm fine. But not openly, at least, embarrass Ava. The other day, she wants to go with me to the store. She sees some kids she goes to school with. Windows down. I'm screaming her name and that she's in the car. She did almost break her nose, throwing her face down to hide. But, you know, that's on her. (laughs) Otherwise, it's I don't exist. Even when I wake her up in the morning when she has to, she walks right past as if I wasn't there. I say good morning. Doesn't matter if she's been up for two hours. I get. Eh. <laughs> oh, that, that's a good day. <laughs> what ninety-five percent of the household gets from her every day. Very true. So, but. anyhow, that being said, it um, it was her birthday yesterday, and she became officially a teenager. Um, 
even though we've been sort of dealing with these attitudes for two years. Like Hormones. Um, so we like to, as a family, it's sort of cheesy, I know, but for every kid, for their birthday, we like to do the homemade cake or cupcakes or whatever dessert they decide that they want that year. As long um, as they don't ask for ice cream because we don't have that stuff. <laughs> um, right? Because we try and we try to at least sort of make from scratch as much as we can. So that way it's sort of a thing that we can do with them and spend time with them doing. Um, and so this year Ava chose a new recipe that we'd done, which was a cheesecake. Um, and that is a Nutella chocolate cheesecake. It's delicious. It's wonderful. It's sublime. Um, the best part about her birthday is that <laughs> she decided to invite one person over. Um, she was able to invite more than that should she have chosen to. Um, but she kind of, she's a little bit of a, a little bit of a nerdy kid. Hopefully she never hears this cause she'll kill us, but, um, she's a little bit of a nerdy kid and she likes to hang out with people more one-on-one. So she invites her friend over, tells her all about this cheesecake, how great it is, all of this stuff. I cut her friend this big slice because I'm thinking in my head when I was a teenager, the best part about like having to put up with other people's parents and stuff was getting to have cake. And then her friend tells her that she's lactose intolerant. (laughs) Quietly, after she just pokes at it with the fork, she did take a couple bites, which is brave on her for still eating it, being lactose intolerant. I would have preferred she didn't. That way I could have eaten the damn cake. (laughs) (laughs) It was nice of her to try. And incredibly funny that she invites her closest friend over and doesn't tell us that she's lactose intolerant as she gets a giant slice of cheesecake. (laughs) Right. Um, So let's see what is. So uh, another thing that we're working on recently is, and I think it's kind of an ongoing struggle for all parents is bedtime. Yeah, let's jump right into bedtime after cheesecake. (laughs) Well, Well, I I assume that you were going to kind of lead off on this because you know what the situation is. Yeah, I tell the kids to go to bed and shut up. Well, no, we've had these night light issues over the last few nights. Oh. Yeah, this is going back to the girls. (laughs) So, Ruby is four years old. She still wants a night light. And we do have kind of a nice feature in our house for built-in night lights above their closets. Right. As I try to struggle for the word. (laughs) (laughs) So... That's not a problem having lights on, except for the girls share a bedroom. So Ava has decided that she no longer can sleep with any lights on, despite having to have her own night lights for years up until even just last year. Right. All of a sudden she can't do it, has to argue with us, screams at her sister about night lights. Which has been a lot of back and forth to the point where you can just put the pillow over your face (laughs) until you fall asleep. The lights are staying on. (sighs) Yes. 
this has been kind of an ongoing thing. Um, Ruby, so we're bed sharers. Um, and Lincoln has been in the bed for four months. So Ruby's been out of the bed for about eight months. Other than in the morning. Occasionally. Um, so she's uh, four and a half. So it's, it's a little bit of a struggle for her still. Um, she even refers to it on, I guess, a semi-weekly basis of how she still wants to sleep in bed with us. So she still has a little bit of struggle. She definitely still needs the light. No big deal on my end. Ava's getting to this point where I think it's it's not really so much that it's the light that bugs her. It's that anyone in the household doing something that's not exactly the way she wants it bugs her. <laughs> well, there's times she wants a nightlight. It's she doesn't want it then or someone else wants it. Therefore, it's no longer cool and I can't have it near me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I mean, she still occasionally plays with Hot Wheels until someone else says that's a cool Hot Wheel. Yeah. Well, and she just, like we said, just turned 13 yesterday. So, I mean, she's still going to have those little holdovers from being a kid still, which I'm totally okay with. The longer they can be children, the better without dealing with issues of being adults. Which you may end up hearing those episodes in a few years. Hopefully not. Hopefully longer. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We will see. Based on current attitudes, it might be here sooner than we think. But as we roll it back, we didn't talk too much about Lincoln shitting. Because... Well, a lot of people don't want to hear it, but fuck it. I've been drinking, so you're going to hear about the baby shit. (laughs) So he's a breastfed baby, and it seems like he can hold it in for a couple days. And then he just has rotten sour cream blasting out of his ass. Sorry for the picture. But, I mean, it explodes. He has almost no shit in his diaper, but it's up his back. It's all over the place. He has a little bouncy chair that he loves to sit in, but we have to put that thing in the washing machine probably once a day. (laughs) At least twice a week. It seems like every time I get it clean, back together, set him in it, and then turn the vibration thing on, it's like, I don't know, the most perfect toilet to him or something. It must just relax him so much that he just automatically feels the need to shit his pants. (laughs) Absolutely. And he doesn't mind. He loves it. And he he pushes. He <laughs> definitely pushes. Yeah. You've had no problems taking shits, kid. Are you trying to fill up? Well, like any true breastfed baby, he tries to get his meals all the time that he can. Every time he's on my lap. Or in your arms. Or can see you. Or senses you're walking away. Or coming into the room, or awake, or about to fall asleep. Or, or if I'm eating. <laughs> I have not had a meal. I literally have not had a meal without him screaming or, like, at least 
part of the way through having to hold him since he was born. Just knows when you're eating. Yeah. Even when he slept all the time, he'd wake up when you were about to eat. Yes. I'll literally, like, work, you know, um, I'm sure any of the moms out there know this with, especially with little babies, you'll get the diaper changed, get them fed, make sure that they're all relaxed and happy, get them in the chair, and you're like, okay, it's the perfect moment, I've got like five minutes, I can eat my food, and the second you sit back down with it, they start screaming. Every time. I'm sure it's not just the moms that go through that. Well, no. <laughs> it's, I'm sure it's also dads too, but I just come to it from a mom's perspective. Yeah, I'm only saying that because of that story going around about the guy that's upset about mothers expecting or mothers with kids parking. Well, yeah, we talked about that a little bit in the last episode. Um, And I don't know. I think that he was more just saying that people should be inclusive. I don't think that he was really upset because odds are, I mean, with the way that our society is, it was probably a guy that designed the signs. It's not about women being uninclusive of fathers. It's about all of society seeing the job of parenting as more of a motherly role. At least in the U.S. But at the same time, if you want special parking, get special permits. Go to the DMV and say, you have, let's say, two kids and therefore should be entitled to park there. Or, the the way most people are when it comes to their health care and well-being... Why don't you park as far away from the entrance and get probably the only exercise you're going to get and walk into the store? Well, I think you're a little more idealistic than I am thinking that most people do that. (laughs) Do what? Walk? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I'm setting the bar too high to walk into a door. (laughs) No, I'm just thinking that a lot of people don't do that. Most people, I think, are just kind of... Gonna go for the most convenient spot. Probably. But I gotta fill up my wine. Yes, that is important. (laughs) (laughs) We just had a teenage kid here who invited one kid and ended up with what? Two? Yeah. Three total? Two. Whatever. They were screaming. Only when the last girl got here. Yeah, that was enough to annoy me. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been worse coming from someone who was at one point a teenage girl. I'll take your word on that. So um, another thing that um, I kind of want to talk about today or tonight is how horrible Ruby is some days. I mean... Four-year-old was the baby, treated like a baby, spoiled rotten up until the new baby. Pretty classic, I'm still the baby bullshit that she does. The whining, the crying. Even her crying today we thought was Lincoln because they sounded identical with the pitches, tones, cadence, everything. I think she practices his cry. Well, so today, um, we won't go into a lot of details, but um, my husband works very early in the morning. 
Um, and so traveling to where he works, sometimes uh, we decide that we will conserve some gas and I will visit some family, my parents, who live in the same area as where he works. Environmentally conscious. Oh, screw that. It's an hour and 15 minute one way drive. Well, that and it saves a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we decide every once in a while to do that carpool. And today we did that with the two girls in Lincoln. Um, And that requires that the girls, even if we put them to bed super early like we did last night, still have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning or somewhere around there, which is hard for little ones. Got the 13-year-old up at, what, 4.15? Yeah. Well, her Ruby, we waited almost last minute. <laughs> yeah, threw some um, pajama pants on her, carried her out to the car with a blankie, mm-hmm. brought her clothes to change her in later. We even left a little bit little late. Stuff. We were out the door at 4.50 a.m. Yeah. So... Anyways, so she uh, decided that she was not going to nap then. And a four-year-old who wakes up at four o'clock in the morning and doesn't nap until around three o'clock in the afternoon is probably one of the most terrible human beings that you'll ever encounter. (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't there for this, so share your day with Ruby. Oh my gosh. She threw a fit so bad over the silliest stuff. She wanted someone to come wipe her, which she never has for number one ever anymore. Um, And screamed on the other side of my parents' house for a few minutes regarding that. She screamed uh, that she wanted not to eat her breakfast and then screamed because she did want to eat her breakfast but her breakfast was now soggy because she had stopped wanting it halfway through. And, I mean, just the standard toddler. Hair pulling out. Crazy. Whiny. Whininess. Terroristic and, demands. Right. <laughs> and that happened for, I don't know, eight hours today <laughs> around there. Something like that. Well, that's just breakfast. You told me a hell of a lot more on the drive home. Yeah. Well, your dad, he works graveyards. Right. And long shifts, like 10, 12-hour days or nights or mornings, however you want to word it. He starts early evening, gets off early morning. Yeah. About the time I start work, he's done with work. Yeah, a little bit later. And he goes into work pretty close to the time that you get off of work because he um, works for 12-hour shifts. Um, But he's trying to sleep. My daughter's running around their house like crazy because we decided to face it. Lincoln is doing the best he can being a baby. (laughs) But he's going to cry every once in a while too. So we're basically destroying my dad's good night's sleep. Um, and let's see, she was... Your mom also had her neck injury. Yeah, my mom had a neck injury from a car accident a couple months back, shortly after Lincoln was born, actually. And so she's having a hard time, uh, because she's dealing with some pain from that. And 
my my kids are freaking out all around the house. I'm freaking out because I just want them to be nice children when they're visiting their Mimi and Papa. And instead, Ruby's throwing herself on the ground. And we don't really, I mean, my family doesn't really put on airs, I don't think. Like, we don't, we're, we're used to kids being terrible. <laughs> and everybody knows that kids are like that. But it was even exceptionally above and beyond that today. And I'm sure that my, um, my parents are very happy that we live as far away as we do, at least for the <laughs> next couple days. <laughs> Well, hey, touch on that. Your sister wants to get changed for whatever it is that she's off to do. Right. And Ruby is basically demanding to be in her room while she got dressed just so she could be there, which is her new kick of this last week is there's a teenage girl. I have to be around this teenage girl when they get changed. Well, I don't know if that's a new thing. It's just more she doesn't want to be separated from someone if she doesn't want to be separated from him, probably that's partially my fault because I just let her stay in the room with me if I'm changing or whatever, because sometimes it's just me and her. And if she's not in the room with me, she could be planning my destruction. <laughs> oh no, she does plan it. Her and Paxson will sit there and say the craziest shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, this is uh, the new Bonnie and Clyde, only they're not robbing banks. They're just, you know, going to be serial killers. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, hopefully we don't have that happen. <laughs> well, I've always, I've always hoped that with those two, that they'll work it out well enough that one of them is the lookout. Like, a really good lookout. God damn it. <laughs> like, that's my best hope. <laughs> One of that's them's... your best hope? For the two of them. I mean, eventually they're going to get each other into a world of trouble. And I'm just hoping that one of them is a lookout that's really good. <laughs> For the uh, other. I just, or the getaway car, maybe? I hope they end up being good people. <laughs> well, that obviously. That don't have completely insane moments of mass murder or something. <laughs> Well, I think of more, I think more of them being like bank robbers or maybe one time revenge crime, but they would go to the other one because like they get each other. <laughs> this son of a bitch talk crap about me. Let's get him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that will be the two of them. Yes. So I don't, I don't really think of them as like crime spree. That's about, I don't know. I think they I think they would be more one time. But no, um and then we have with I don't know. I try and, uh, with the kids, I don't know which one is going to end up being the most successful, the most happy, the most I don't think jail about time. that. I don't <laughs> even try to think about that. Jail time, Jesus. I don't know. They'll, they'll probably fucking race for the win on that. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's just like I was telling you earlier. I was like, do you ever just look at Lincoln and you're like, you're so cute. And he's smiling at me right now as I say this. Like, ridiculous cute. Like, so adorable. 
And I think, but maybe he's almost too cute. Like, I know I'm his mom. Everybody's going to be like, oh, my gosh. But seriously, if you ever get a chance to see a picture. Any of you listening to this, go ahead and take your drink now until it's over. (laughs) Anyhow, he's adorable. But sometimes I look at him and I think maybe he's a little too cute. Like, he might be the devil. He could be the devil incarnate. He's got perfect timing on stuff. I mean, seriously. Like, he was home, what, two weeks home from the hospital, laying on my lap, completely asleep, happy, sweetest face, passed out, and he raises up from the middle of his dead sleep and screams like someone just killed somebody, and then just goes right back to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, just dead silence, blood-curdling scream that lasts for about three seconds, and then back to dead silence, to the point, did he just die? Is he breathing? He is breathing. He just wanted to scare the shit out of us. And I'm freaking out. I'm crying because I have no idea why my baby just screamed like that. Plus, of course, you know, post-baby hormones. But, of course, that happens. And then he's just back to being his cute little angelic self. And I think, man, maybe there's a reason why he's so cute. Angelic self. He flips us off in his sleep. Yeah, I said flip us up. I don't know. Yeah. And with that, <laughs> I think we're nearing the end of our time for this evening. <laughs> no, starting to run low on topics. We're going to try to keep it updated weekly with our adventures in parenting. But of course, you could get to us at Twitter or Facebook. Just Instagram. Instagram. Um, parenting under the influence or parenting UTI. Ah. And that was done on purpose. Yes. <laughs> uh, so you can message us. Um, for those of you that know us, you could message us directly even. Open to suggestions and we'd love to hear what you have to say. And of course, if you enjoy the podcast, please tell your friends. Share it. Hopefully- Share our link. <laughs> yes, share our link. Uh, we are trying to get onto iTunes and Google Play so we can get onto most podcasting apps for download. And that way you can listen to it on the go rather than just stream. But I think that's all I have. Uh, yeah, that's all I have too. Um, like we said, just like us, share us. Thanks for listening, and we hope that you guys have some great adventures in parenting today as well. Website coming soon.